from Mikey's Cave. I'm just a caveman. It's the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. Watch it, buddy. So, what did your brother do to you? Why did I take this gig again? How you doing? This is Roswell Colvin. With six, you get Ed Bro and the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Ha, 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 Yes. Chickalini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. I paid for everything. <laughs> take this, brother. I've always dreamed about having a brother. My name is Michael. A-A-R-S cars for kids. You're going to want that cowbell. That's what she said. <laughs> Number six for Colvin. I don't want the floor with your Woody. <laughs> you got that, kid. Brent Gretzky. Michael! I am your brother. The Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. <laughs> with special guest, the Team of Kanban on Z93. Silence I resigned 
Good evening, everybody. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It's time for the Colvin Brothers on Z93. It's the official podcast in the cave. And now we're all like uh, wearing our jeans. Michael's got like six layers on. Well, yeah, my, my uh, body temperature is five to 10 degrees lower. It feels lower than you guys because of my condition. So I have to bundle. I'm wearing long johns already. Yeah. I've got an electric blanket on my bed. So I got I to gotta stay warm. Well, when you get older, like dad, I remember uh, we, he moved into his new apartment and it was like 95 degrees out. And we put the AC on. He's like, he was like, we Turn that off. I was like, why? He's like, I'm, I'm freezing. What do you got the AC on for? I'm like, that is 95 <laughs> degrees. Uh, we're doing artists that went solo. Yeah, so uh, you know, people that were known for the bands that they headed, but then they put out solo records, and sometimes they go back to the band, and sometimes they don't. And Peter Gabriel, his debut single, Salisbury Hill, one of my favorites, and uh, I think it's one of your favorites too, right? I also played this song the first time I shagged. Kate Bush, who had a number one record in the Running States. Up that hill. I forgot about that one. We were talking about the 14 hours. I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot that song. Ah. Uh, we got George Taylor in the studio, and also Mole made it uh, for a show. And we're going to have the team at Kanban doing that. I call it the Jimmy Fallon thing. I know there's other shows that'll have the bumpers with the live bands, but that's what I associate it with most. So we're real excited. They're going to do some upbeat stuff for the, uh, the bumpers, and then they're going to perform Foggy Do at the end of the program. Which is a good connection with the you know the team McCann where I was talking to him a little bit before we uh, jumped into the studio here because I worked with uh, Terry's brother Timmy back in the day with uh, the Greg Best and Sean Christensen and, and all my other friends who worked at the radio station together right. and uh, they all came to my house for my college graduation. You were there. Uh-huh. I think you were dating Susan at the time. Okay. And we had uh, Greg Best drive the boombox. You remember this, George? Were you here for this one? We had uh, Greg Best drive the boombox to the house, which Dad thought was really cool. So, but I was wondering, I'm like, whatever happened to that guy? Because Terry is at Mahoney's like every other weekend. They're there every fourth, uh, every fourth Sunday they perform. Yeah, but you know, officially, you'll, you'll see him at any Irish event throughout the Hudson Valley. They're the best. Um, so this Tuesday, they didn't collapse like the other team. The Yankees won their division. They got a bye, and now they start the ALDS on Tuesday. So I, I you know, I already had a couple people ask me if I'm going. You want to pr- go? If the price is right, we'll see what happens, I'll as go. Bob Barker would say. I can go. I don't have to bring a cart for you. Yeah, well, you know, they have uh, handicapped seating. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the Mets are concerned, no spoilers. Well, we'll you'll have to look online to see how they did this past weekend. There you go. First time in the Bronx since 2019 also, which is funny because if you remember 2020, mm. they all played in San Diego or Texas. Oh, yeah, the COVID rules. Yeah, and then last year we got beat in a one-game uh, wild card to the Red Sox. Which I Fenway. hate those things. But now it's no longer one game. It's the best of three for the right, wild card. We don't have to even play that round. So things are going on. What's going on with uh, with the mole? We know we know George is always in the studio. What about you, mole? I got like four podcasts going on still. Uh, the newest one I just dropped down with uh, Andre Gower from uh, the Monster Squad, eighties uh, teen heartthrob. Is that the one you sent me? Yeah, yeah. I clicked yep. on that for a little bit, and then yeah, uh, it's uh, you know, it's that was first episode. I was a little uh, you know, umming and uhing and all that good yeah. stuff. But uh, we're uh, dropped another four or five episodes coming soon, and. Staying busy, man. That's all, all I can really do. And you cleaned yourself up. I did. You look presentable I, now. I shaved a little bit. Yeah. I had to. I, you know, I'd, we could bring him out in public now. Yeah, very right. clean, man. Very the wife's clean, happy man. about it, too. So, you know. Oh, what's a wife? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a trivia question for Michael. So, George, this is your spot, man. What do you got for us this week? The old bit of the week. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do have lines. Uh, question for you. Did you ever have a pen pal in school, Stephen? I did. She was actually. I remember this. Her name was Maud Hagberg. Wow. And uh, nice. don't ask me why I knew this. It was from fourth grade. Uh-huh. I still had the little piece of paper, and we and we did the uh, pen pal letters back and forth. Okay. Did you ever write to Santa? I did write to Santa. I had my kids write to Santa last year. Nice. Well, this is nothing like that. This is Dear <laughs> Penthouse on the Colvin Brothers on Z ninety three. Dear Penthouse. <laughs> I'm a freshman at a small Midwestern university And I never thought something like this could happen to me When my teacher with the dynamite asked me to stay after class And she started to undress I can't forget the statement she made you drop your pants, I'll raise your grade. <laughs> Dear Penthouse, <laughs> never thought those letters were really true until I was on a 
fishing trip and I met a girl named Jill. We <laughs> <laughs> had a little too much to drink. I couldn't believe what I was starting to think. So we headed to her tent. There's nothing like eating out. Though the next morning my breath still smelled like trout. <laughs> Brothers on Z93, and uh, this week, artists who went solo. 
Uh, John Lennon, imagine. And also, happy birthday, John Lennon. 1940, he was born on this day. Would have been 82 today. It's still something that I haven't quite come to terms with, the senseless murder of him back in 1980. But that's what started my path to Beatledom. So, you know, it did have its upside. Now, uh, the Revolver Box is coming out on the 28th of this month. Because of my daughter... It's going to be in, uh, in her Halloween sack. Yes, it will. <laughs> uh, because of her basically going viral at Beetlefest this year, um, I met a few insiders, one of which provided me with the contents of said box over a month ahead of time. And by all uh, intents and purposes, the, the star of this set is a previously unknown demo of John Lennon singing Yellow Submarine. And uh, we didn't even know this existed because Yoko famously purged all of his tapes. This was hidden somewhere in a vault for 56 years. And nobody knew about it until about a month ago. So here is John doing Yellow Submarine. And we live beneath the waves In our yellow submarine We all live in a yellow submarine Look out, yellow submarine Get down, yellow Brings tears to my eyes. That's all I gotta say. I can guarantee we're probably the only station that's playing that locally. Well, because it's not, <laughs> Stephen. It's not even out for another three weeks. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like the old station we used to play, work for. They don't even do Beatles anymore. So I think we're we're pretty much the only one that's still keeping uh, John and and the boys alive. We're, we're doing what we can. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. The Colvin Five this week. Finish the sentence. Everyone that knows me knows I love blank. Blank. So for me, obviously, it would be. Uh, the wrestling. No, it's on the TV. Oh, Darren Judge the Yankees. <laughs> That's my priority. All right, the Yankees. Yankees, Yankees. Yankees. I'm, uh, I mean, it's kind of mundane to just say my daughter because everybody loves their kids. So I would say the famous Beach Boys. They've got a box set coming out next month. How about you, George? I think I'd have to go with Godzilla. Okay, fair enough. What's your hero or whatever? I'm sorry? You, yeah, on, on the... On the Facebook page, you put Jihira or something? Oh, Gojira. That's the Gojira. Japanese uh, spelling. Oh, Godzilla. okay. I and believe it or not, here. I have kids from elementary school that I'll see years later, and if one of the things will ask me, hi, how are you? How is your father? Do you still love Godzilla? That's awesome. You're never going to stop. How about Mole? Uh, it's wrestling. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I was going to say podcast. That's it. Got enough of them. And uh, Terry from the McCann- Team McCann Band? I would say parties with pints. Parties with pints as you sip one right now. I want to thank you guys for coming in. Team McCann Band, uh, a big part of the Mahoney scene, probably as long as I've been. I've been there for 18 years. It seems like you've been there just as long. Just as long, It was uh, You used to have McCann with your brothers. Yep. The first band I played with at Mahoney's was the Mystic Minstrels. Okay. As soon as yes! Emmett, yes! Yeah, Emmett had us there as a power trio. Yep. Uh, with uh, Stuart and Kathy. With the big drum, the yep. Irish drum. Bull Ron, and she played harp, and he was a sick fiddle player. And then when my brother was coming back from uh, Japan, we, we shifted my rock band with my brothers to Makana. Uh-huh. And now since 2011, I've been playing with these boys with the Team McCann Band. You guys are fantastic. and uh, We'll hit that um, event for you again at the end of the show. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so we're getting to the five right now. George, who starts it off? Will McGuire. Hot sauce. All right, Will McGuire loves hot sauce. I Will love McGuire is our is our hookup at Joker Inc. That's oh, is he the guy? He's a, provides us all of our, our gear. Uh, can we get a hat? I, I don't know. It. We'll find out. Because I, I wear I wear my my girl dad hat everywhere I go. I'm gonna get pins for it like that <laughs> with the Vietnam hat. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit in the corner with my pins. Yeah, I'll probably just have it say Coven Brothers Podcast and stop giving Z93 extra credit. <laughs> now, Mole, you got uh, number four. Alan C likes pizza. That's an easy enough one. I mean, there was a time when. I'll get pizza for the podcast, but there's too many of you today. You're going to make me go broke. Pepperoni pizza. Yes. Oh. Number three? Diane Baker. Hers is my boys. Her boys. So yeah, again, right. yeah, everybody loves their kids. but uh, it's Until they're teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got Christy Elizabeth. She loves her dogs, among other things. But, uh, yeah, her dogs. And uh, just so you know, even though you don't hear them, uh, both Duchess and Dixie have been down here, not only while we're doing the five, but they were a very attentive audience for the team of Kanban. Those dogs have good taste. Okay, here's one right now. Big closers, Steve. Uh, Louis Chu, theme music, which uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking about throughout the show. We had the Army tailgate last week, and uh, I had 14 hours worth of music. You know, Because of the rain that never came, I didn't bring my whole sound system, so I just had like a iPod boombox, which I found in the closet. Uh-huh. And Louis would walk over, George could attest, every song, 
oh, what's this one? And it, was, it would write down whatever he liked. Oh, that's great. And uh, theme music, I think he popped when the Superman came on. Getting some karaoke ideas, I think Lewis says. My favorite thing about Lewis is he'll come to karaoke on Wednesday nights, and he'll give me the song, and you have to figure out what the tie-in is to what's going on around you. So last week it was like, uh, or two weeks ago, it was Wake Me When September Ends, because it was the last third, it was the last Wednesday of September. So he's always uh-huh. tying it in. Witty. We appreciate that. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Tunnel was mumpet with birds and mockery. Tunnel was splendid with plots of property. Arrows ran high, but Macon's were not the man. Lord, how Donald was flying and he is flattened man. Come like the devil, my Donald McGillivray. Come like the devil, my Donald McGillivray. Scout them and scout them to crowd on so Hi, this is Lewis Chu. You're listening to The Solo Show with the Coven Brothers on Z93. My favorite Star Wars character is Han Solo. Take a chance with me, as I ain't so bad. 
the Colvin Brothers podcast, and we're doing artists that went solo. And uh, one of my favorites, and I can remember this from ever since I was a kid, because Michael would uh, kind of like base his Mike the Psych persona off of David Lee Roth. California Girls, look that up on YouTube when you get home. Um, and this was David Lee Roth, just a gigolo. Well, that was made famous with our cousin Tommy at Christmas. Yeah, but I'm talking about the, the character that David Lee Roth was portraying. Yeah. You were, you were doing I definitely like, adopted that for my Mike the Psych. Yeah, you had like this persona. gold... Uh, Old LeMay. Yeah, that, that you would wear pretty much in every picture. Yeah. With the long bleach blonde hair. And he'd be outside <laughs> painting his shoes every day. Yeah. And everything had to match and everything had to be a little bit ridiculous. Sunglasses, bandana, T-shirt. I used to get my, uh, I used to go to TP Dashery. And I would, I would shop in the, the women's section for the shirts because I could get wilder stuff that way. And Bob Curcio, who did the show with us a couple weeks ago, he would like dare me to come up with the ugliest outfit that I could possibly conjure up, and there's pictures of me with those ugly outfits. So Just a Gigolo, um, Christmas Eve 1985, which is kind of like a movie. I think George probably watched it a couple Christmas Eves here whenever we're like kind of hanging out in the background. But uh, our little, our little, but little Tommy, you know, our cousin, you know, he was uh, a dancer back in the day. We, we talked about how he tried out for Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, she told him he was, he was too white. <laughs> and then she, put his, then, then she put his face in her crotch. True story. Not that it did anything for him. He's gay. But Justin Gigolo, he did that dance at the 85 Christmas Eve down at Ann Charles down in Buchanan. And uh, he did the whole spin where his head was spinning like nonstop. And then all of a sudden you see him on the video. You can't hear it too well. He's like, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ran and went to go throw up somewhere. He'd been drinking all the, that old family drinks like fish. And uh, he had already tied one on for a couple of hours. And then that we did a- the, the conga line. Uh, at one point, too. I mean, Christmas Eve was like turned into a dance party back in the day. Everyone dancing. <laughs> and Marty was on the line for the conga line. And I believe it was it Marty that fell down the stairs. That was me. <laughs> we went outside and somebody fell down the stairs on the back deck. All you hear is thump, 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 yeah. thump, thump, thump. During jump by the Pointer Sisters. Oh, man. <laughs> so we have Mole in the studio. And, uh, you know, Mole is all about the weird news, apparently. My, actually, my co-host, uh, Hannah, for my main podcast, is the, the facts person and the, the weird news story. But she told me that, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to come here and, and do this stuff for her. So uh, she, she gave me about four of them. But we can go do whatever ones you guys want me to do. So. All right. Fire away. All right. Well, October 12th, 1923. We go all the way back here. She doesn't like to stay in the, the, the new era here. So uh, in Corona near Madrid, a mother and a daughter simultaneously gave birth to sons. A nephew and an uncle who much resembled one another were accidentally mixed up during a celebration of the family right after the babies were born, and now they will never know their true relationship. What year is this? 1923. Oh. So you had to go wow. back 99 years to get this I did, man. I got it. She's well, there were no podcasts back then. You know, I'm a big fan of Madrid because my yeah. father, you know, he went, he went, he went everywhere when he was traveling for AT and T, and he brought me home either pennants when he was in the states, but when he went overseas, I had this. I probably still have it. It was this Madrid poster right. of like this famous bull man. I guess what would you call him? Or uh, uh, well, like somebody that's running with the bulls. Yeah, what the, what the hell do you bull call fighter? him? Yeah, well, Matador, Matador, Matador. Matador. Oh, Tito Santana. Oh, <laughs> El Matador. <laughs> what do you got for number two? All right, number two, uh, December twelfth, nineteen eighty-two, Norfolk, England. England, uh, lived a woman with 20 spoons, uh, the handles of twisted silver, 10 small spoons are made of fingernails of her late husband and the 10 large spoons of his toenails. Oh, wow. Gross. Yes. Yeah, it reminds me of that scene in The Sopranos, remember, when, uh, when Tony had the girlfriend in Italy and she was cutting her, her fingernails and would not throw them out? That's a tradition over there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if I, if yeah. I like cut off my, like, uh, my big toenail... I always smell it. And uh, my, my wife says that's disgusting, but it smells like cheese. So do we. <laughs> From London cheese. Right, why don't you give us one more, Mo? All right, one more. Uh, August 26th, uh, 1929, off Ocean Park, California, one Porky Jacobs sat in an anchored floating barrel, stuck out his bearded face uh, after more than 100 hours, and announced himself the world's floating barrel champion. <laughs> Where was this? This was in Ocean Park, California. All right. <laughs> Did he then commence to take that barrel over Niagara Falls? <laughs> well, that's Slowly a pretty, I pretty long distance. Uh, step by step. <laughs> I like it. Some weird news with Mole. It's weird. All right, so we're going into some Lou Graham, kid, right? Yeah, well, uh, we're doing artists that went solo, and uh, this was a huge tune. I want to say like 88 or 89. And uh, when Jimmy Bills comes in for Turkey which I do karaoke at Mahoney's. Uh, every year on Thanksgiving night itself. Um, I'm going to see if I can get him to... He nails this one. And Lou Graham is also from Rochester, New York. Not only that, but our cousin Crunch, who's writing show notes as we speak. Crunch! His father 
was Lou Graham's personal electrician for decades. So, great tune. This is way better than anything Foreigner put out after Urgent. Midnight Blue, we are the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Ain't got no regrets. I ain't losing track of which way I'm going. I ain't gonna double back, no. Don't wanna misplay. Put on no display. An angel know, but I know my way. The Colvin Brothers want to ensure that you don't turn into their producer, Breckman, this Halloween. I'll take you trick-or-treating, but I'm keeping half. It's called the candy tax. So, it's come down to taking candy from babies, huh? It's a good start, young lady, but go find the rest of your costume before you leave this house. Going to insist on a chastity belt, too, while you're at it? Your mother refers to those cobwebs as decorations. Much like the ones between your ears. Is that my pillowcase full of candy? And now you're invoking the my pillow guy. Which character are you from that squid game? Lepo. Here's a payday. Hope you're not allergic to nuts. That'll get canceled faster than you can say John Gruden. Why do ghosts speak Latin? Because it's a dead language. Stop. You close Kmart's and you open another spirit store? All right, I'll give you that one. Do you kids realize how hard it was to find toilet paper last year? You don't have to turn into Breckman this Halloween. Check those snicker bars for needles. Keep listening to the Colvin Brothers. We can help. Early in the morning, just before I rose to travel, up stepped a band of footmen and likewise Captain Farrell, but they my fists away, I knocked the sentry down. Beat a fond farewell to that jail in Sligo Town. The marshering of the Dumadar. Back for the daddy back for the daddy There's whiskey in me jar. Some that take delight in the carriages alone. Others take delight in 
I'm the bowling ball, but I take delight in the juice of the barley. Courting pretty fair mates in the morning, light and early, mushering up and doom and down. Whack for the daddy o, whack for the daddy o. There's whiskey in me jar, mushering up and doom and down. Whack for the daddy o, whack for the daddy o. There's whiskey in Coven Brothers on Z93, and uh, we have Team McCann Band in the studio. I think we're going to be doing something uh, in a couple breaks, right? Well, yeah, we just heard them uh, coming out of the Lou Graham song. I love the bumpers. We can't do this all the time, but when we can get a band in here, we're going to. So if you've got a band you want to join us on the Colvin Brothers show, uh, send us a message on Facebook. We'll get you in. Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. I believe Denver Darren always always uses that to communicate. Does he ever text you? or? Uh, nope. We just, I just get it through there. and I want to thank him for doing that kidney walk yeah. last week. That meant a lot to me. All right. Is he sending you a kidney in the mail? Uh, I might have to get it. I made a joke about that, and I got screened on Facebook. <laughs> Did you really? Because <laughs> I said, because I, Grit said something when Michael was in the hospital. He's like, oh, boss, anything you need. I go, I go as long as you give him a kidney, he'll give you cigarettes. And, I, and, and then Facebook came after me and warned me. Um, so this past week was uh, the annual Army tailgate. Yes, I, I, I would have loved to have gone. I had a wedding. All right, yeah, I had weddings all weekend. But um, I know that a few people dropped out for various reasons. But you had Lewis Chu. Yeah, we we were. I was probably driving George nuts because I was looking at the weather all week long, and I looked I looked at three different apps, and it was supposed to be like ninety percent every every hour, right? Yeah, two weeks in advance, you were looking at the weather. <laughs> I just want to have a good time. I take because I blocked the date. I, I turned down three gigs to go to this thing. That's how much fun we have, um, you know. And George Pushkar and uh, Eric Pushkar and Kimberly Pushkar and Christine, they all do a great job with with hosting it. The only thing we have to bring is is drinks of our own, you know, choice. I bring the music playlist. As a matter of fact, you know, George thought it was going to rain all day, so he's like, he's like, oh, you don't have to bring your speaker over there, you know, it, it might get ruined. So then mm-hmm. all the guys that are around us, you know, they're like, hey, where's the big speaker? Where you know, you guys are only playing music for your party, <laughs> and I have 14 hours of music. So Louis Chu, every song that he would like, would walk over to the iPod at iPod Boombox. And he would write down, you know, certain songs, or he would sing along, you know, him and Woody or oh, me. Oh, he'll sing along. And uh, it was funny because we we had him do a shot of whiskey, and his face blew you're, you're, up. You're, the picture you sent me, he looked like he was about to boot. His face turned bright red. And yeah, he was about halfway through a can of what do you have? Bud Light. He brought one tall boy of Bud Light for a 14-hour day. Yeah, he was right. halfway through that can. Already tell me, but he was drunk, and they gave him a shot of whiskey, and yeah. he was done. Yeah, and 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 what the funny thing was is that last year. We made the joke that you know I keep you know reminding everybody bring your tailgate chair, dress warm, and bring your own beverages. So last year he only brought one tall boy. So this time I'm like, what's he going to bring? And uh, did he dress appropriately? Because it was pretty chilly that day. Uh, I wasn't. It actually wasn't that bad. Okay. Woody made a joke and he brought one of those little tiny cans of Coke and he gave it to Lewis and Lewis posed with it. But obviously uh, he did get the tall boy of, of the Bud Light. And I drank. I you know I did all my drinking early because I have to drive all these guys home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, I ended up passing out for the first time after the game because. It's a lot, man. It's a long-ass day. It's 11 hours. Well, I, I texted you the night before, I want to say, because the Yankees were on, and you're like, yo, kid, I got I to gotta be in bed. I got a 5.45 a.m. wake-up for this game. I was like, I'll already be on dialysis. <laughs> you want to wake-up call? <laughs> yeah, and I, of course, stayed up and watched the game, so I probably went to did. bed around midnight. Of course you did. And then I'm so excited that I toss and turn, so I get like five hours of sleep, but it was a great time. Now, the big tailgates that you've had us coming to, when did you start those? I know your family's been going for years. Family's been going since the forties. But Stephen took over what in the I early two thousands? I, I think it was like two thousand. It was when I was with the Cutters, so I think it was around two thousand three, two thousand four. And so then we're I, going back 17, 18 years. So yeah, we're old. Yeah. That's, that's why we're getting tired. But back then, season. what we would do is this is before we teamed up with the push cars. I would bring a table and we would play flip cup for five hours before we go to the game. A bus picks everybody up from those parking lots. And we would sing the army fight song all the way down. Yeah, yeah. I never forget this lady's like, she's like, you guys are just singing dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> she's like, there's actually words to the song. Ah, yo, on to the fray. Like, so we had to learn the video. words. You printed cliff notes one year. Yeah, for I, cl- us. I, I printed out notes and handed them out to everybody yeah. at the podcast. There's a video somewhere of our father, Uncle Tommy, Grandpa Calvin, and maybe Uncle Eddie singing it in Grandma's. Uh, living room from like the mid-70s. Well, I tell this story too because grandma used to always bust my grandfather's chops. She's like, Tom, why are you always getting home late from these army tailgates? He's like, man, if you want to know, just come. <laughs> so well, she came one time and they got stuck in traffic. She's like, all right, I'm never coming again. She never came again. <laughs> We're the Coleman Brothers on Z93.
the Coleman Brothers on Z93. We're doing artists that went solo. And uh, Keith Richards, well, take yeah. it so hard. Well, there was a period where it looks like... How is this guy still alive, by the way? Hey, you know what? It, every time there's a celebrity death, like last week it was Coolio, and there, there's this great meme that goes around where Keith Richards is looking at a newspaper. It's like, ah, I outlived another one, mate. <laughs> there had to be something involved with that because he looked pretty good, Coolio, mm. when he was at the Dutch a month ago. It's, look, Stephen, a heart attack can just come along. No, I know that, but he was in the bathroom at a friend's apartment, so let's just say we'll... Stay tuned to the next episode. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because when Taylor Hawkins died, he died like in Columbia or something like that. We knew everything that was in his bloodstream in less than 24 hours. You die in the States, it'll take a year. Yep. They will not release that information. Yes. Who died today? I only got one for you. Oh. October 9th is the date, which is today. 2014 is the year. Actress, actress who was uh, on SNL and then uh, one of George's favorites, Designing Women. With uh, Delta Burke. Did you watch that, George? My mother did. Yeah, my mom, my mom did too. It was a really bad show. Um, Jan Hooks passes away. I loved her. She was age like 57. She was the bright spot on a otherwise weak uh, era of Saturday Night Live. What, what did she die from? She died of uh, throat cancer at age 57. That poor thing. That, but I always like tie her into uh, Phil, Phil Hartman. They always yeah, you know what she was. Yeah, she was on at the same time as him in another. Tragic tragedy that came out of SNL. Well, one of her, uh, two of her favorite uh, characters that she did, and maybe Breckman can find something to play right here, Ooh. is uh, she did T- Tammy Wynette. Yes. And then she did Tammy Faye Baker. That's, you know, that's the one. <laughs> Breckman, okay. cue it up. Jimmy, excuse me, but what took 15 minutes? His little visit to the Lucky Stiff Motel. Isn't that right, honey? <laughs> yes, dear. There you go. A little uh, SNL history for you. I hope you're going to have some room for me in the cave soon, sis. Yeah, is he coming back or what? Uh, after Columbus Day. There was, there was. I listened to the show on Z93, and I listened to the podcast, because you always get a little hidden nugget at the end of the show. He didn't get, yeah, I think that he... I didn't get nothing this He was week. overwhelmed because his sister-in-law, Louise, was back here watching Bryce for me and, for me and Heather, and uh, so he had to take care of Terry on his own, and it, it just it's harder for him to to get away, but he's going to be live in the studio as soon as he can, and we're going to dedicate an entire wrestling show. You know who can't get away, right? Who's that? Laurie Strode. Because this Thursday... <laughs> oh, is this the Halloween? Halloween ends. When, and, when are you going to go? Well, I was going to tell George after the show, uh, Thursday is game two of the Yankees playoffs, so that means we're now going on oh, Friday. No, uh, we're not going that <laughs> But yeah, this is... It looks... The, the trailers look awesome. Uh, you know, Blumhouse did a great job with bringing back the trilogy. As long as it makes money, he'll keep coming back, and he'll keep coming back, and he'll keep coming back. Somebody else will pick it up and run with it. But this is the last film with Jamie Lee Curtis because she's got to be in her seventies by now. She, yeah, she was, yeah. I think, seventeen and seventy-eight. So what would that math be now? Uh, Speaking of things that keep coming back, not to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. like I mentioned off air, if you do a Jaws show, you can get Crunch. Uh, you know what? I don't think anything's going to get him. I don't know. Crunch is feeling good because he, lately he's been inviting me to things. Really? He wants to do the Friday the 13th tour at the actual place where it was filmed, the original Friday the 13th. On which Amityville I've been, Island? It's uh, down in New Jersey. Oh, Jersey. It's something I've been wanting to do for the last couple of years. Me and George have like kind of like joked about it. But if Crunch does it, and he wants you to wear a, a wig, right? Yes. There's a character, I forget his name, that is killed in part three, but it's where Jason gets his hockey mask from. One last thing before we get to our next song, and then we, and we do a little Team McCann. So we're getting ready to leave Army. It's 11 hours, to, and uh, I'm in the car. I'm exhausted. I just want to go to bed, and I'm like the DD, which is crazy. George jumps into the passenger seat. Woody jumps in behind him, and you would think that Woody would tell me that Lewis wasn't in the car yet. I start the car. I start to drive off, and I hear knock, knock. Hey, you guys, you forgot me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the funny part of that is Stephen made the joke, oh, Woody's not in the car. I'm going to leave without him. But Woody was in the car. But didn't tell me that Lewis wasn't in the car. Lewis wasn't there. Lewis was too busy hitting on Kim Pushkar. That sounds about right. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Stand your ground, boys. It's too late. The excise men are at the gate. Glory be to God, they're drinking it straight. To the hills of Connemara. Gather up the pots and the old tin can The mash the corn and the barley and the bran Run like the devil from the excise man Smoke from rising party Gather up the pots and the old tin can The mash the corn and the barley and the bran Run like the devil from the excise man Smoke from rising party The Colvin Brothers with special guests The Team McCann Band on Z93 Hi, this is John Johnson with the Hudson Valley Foliage Authority 
I'm happy to announce the fee for viewing the Hudson Valley's fall foliage remains at its lowest in years as a concession to those who have lost wages due to former Governor Cuomo's COVID-19 mandates. Leaf peeper passes are available this season for only $15. And as always, you can purchase them at any Hudson Valley toll booth or vape shop. Last year's passes are invalid and park rangers will be checking for those and your vaccination passports. If you spot anyone viewing the foliage without a pass, please report them immediately to noleafunturned.com via WhatsApp or TikTok. This goes for our midnight foliage tours as well. You just can't be too careful. Remember, you can only look at the Hudson Valley's beautiful leaves at designated foliage viewing sites. For those interested in purchasing our popular leaf masks, Please be sure to have proper ID and a body temperature of 98.6 or less. This year is already shaping up to be the best ever for viewing our lush fall foliage. Let's make it a safe one too. Coven Brothers on Z93, Lindsay Buckingham. The Griswolds appreciate this one, Holiday Road. Yes. Now, are you a fan of all the vacations, or is there one that you don't want to watch? Uh, the biggest one's crap. Uh, I won't watch that one. Okay. So if you get to the Christmas vacation, that's when you retire. And don't even tell me about Christmas vacation part two. Only Raz watches that one every year. Is that the one with Dennis Quaid as the lead? Uh, his brother, Randy. Oh, Randy, I mean, yeah. I was yeah, yeah. Which apparently he's back. I guess he, he uh, fled the police for tax evasion. Right. So he's back in the States now. I think things are good. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that we worked that out. So uh, we've had the team McCann band in the studio with us all uh, all evening. Woo! And uh, doing like the, the Jimmy Fallon bumpers, which I loved. Uh, you're getting ready to do a full song. But before that, Stephen and I are actually Ukrainian. So we've got like a special... A special tie to this. So why don't you tell us about the event? We're doing it up in uh, at um, the Container House up in Tivoli oh, up there. Okay, fair enough. Right. So um, up there in Tivoli at 231 Kid Lane, we're playing at the Container House. Um, I have uh, Patrick from the Container House Productions uh, with me here. What's up, Patrick? Container House Presents. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, we have a friend um, whose family, um, the, the Zabra family, they're north of Kiev and association with Gra Productions. Yeah, they're trying to um, they're trying to um, fundraise for their farm up there. It got uh, decimated when the, the Russians invaded, and so a hundred percent of the proceeds of this event there on the twenty first, Friday the twenty first, up in Tivoli, at the Container House, two thirty one Kid Lane, um, is going directly towards the family to help them finish a greenhouse and get uh, you know get something done so they're not destitute in the spring. 
Uh, tickets can be found on on your website. Is that is that right, Matt? On Black? the Facebook page. Yep. Yep. Um, on the Facebook page, and also if you Google Eventbrite Ireland for Ukraine, you can find it. It's twenty dollars on the Eventbrite, and we're doing twenty five dollars at the door. And again, there's no like handling fees. Like all of this money is going directly to the Zabra family, and uh, it's going to be Team McCann Band, um, two hours of music. Uh, we're BYOB. That's that's bring your own blanket because okay. it's, it's it's Friday, right? But there will be some there will be some beverages, um, and you can bring some beverages as well. It's uh, it's going to be a great celebration of life, and you know the Irish and the Ukrainians were like, oh yeah, we're well, like I'm, this. Stephen and I are both. It's you know it's potatoes, it's potatoes, and we, we got a, we got a and dancing. Crest, you know, we got a crest for Colvin and our uh, Ukrainian Grandma surname Pushkar, was, uh, right? No, but that, that was she's Croatian. Oh, they okay. don't talk. Uh, <laughs> our uh, our Ukrainian name was Karchi. Yes, yeah, so we hope to see you if you if you can make it. I mean, if you can if you just want to donate um, to the family and, and you can't make it that, that Friday night, we accept. Those and what's the time that we well. start on this? Um, so doors are at five, oh, and man. the music is going to be from six to eight. Oh, there's, early. There's going to be. Um, I think uh, Patrick, you're decking the place out. We're going to have some burn barrels and burn barrels, uh, blankets, and beer. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Triple Bs. Yeah. Four Bs, actually. Quadruples. Yeah, one of the cool things, too, I mean, I, I do announcing at the Renegade, so Rick Zolzer is on the field. I'm up in the PA booth. It was Irish night. Yeah. Terry was on the field. Oh, he, yeah. He did the national anthem for Ireland and for the, and for the U.S. That's outstanding. Did, 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 did. And he knocked it out nice. of the park. It was pretty cool. Oh, nice metaphor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Terry, I want to thank you and the band for coming in. We got one more song, right? Yep, we're going to sing for you now the uh, the Foggy Dew. This is a this is a ballad about the the gents um, willing to take up arms against their oppressors uh, back in in 1916 in Ireland, and uh, you know it, it's just as valid for the, the our cousins over there in Ukraine. Awesome. Well, we are the Colvin Brothers on Z93, and it's our pleasure to bring you the team again. Twas down the glen one Easter morn To a city fair Rhode Island There armed lines of Marching men In squadrons passed me by No fife did hum No battle drum did sound its loud tattoo For the Angelus bells O'er those Liffey's wells Rang out through the foggy, foggy blue Right proudly high in Dublin town Hung they out the flag of war For twas better to die neath an Irish sky than in Suvla or Sunilbar. From the plains of Royal Mead, strong men came hurrying through, while Britannia's sons with their long range guns. To the foggy, foggy hey! Bravest they fell And the requiem bell Rang mournfully and clear At the springing of the year, to gaze with such deep amaze at those fearless men of you who for the fight at freedom's might might shine through the foggy.
and with some gallant man that I never shall see more. But soon and fro in my dreams I go and I kneel and I pray for you. For slavery fled Glorious dead when you fell in the foggy, foggy doom. Yeah. The Colvin Brothers Podcast. Why did the scarecrow win a Nobel Prize? He was outstanding in his field. What is it called when a tree doesn't think it's autumn? Disbelief. How do leaves get from place to place? Automobiles. What is the ratio of a pumpkin's circumference to its diameter? Pumpkin pie. How are you supposed to talk in the Apple library with your insider voice? It's family.